talk travel for our sponsor, Travel on King and Sally Lucas. Um, well, natural swimming pools. It might be a little bit cool here to swim in some of our natural swimming pools, but there are some beautiful ones around the world that are probably worth a visit. There certainly are. And these are just five that have just come up as, uh, you know, five very different ones, actually, in five very different countries where you could be swimming, you know, amongst a cliff, a volcano, a mountain or, or whatever. So the first one that came up was in, um, in Yucatan in Mexico. And they have what they call... I don't know whether I'm pronouncing this correctly, but English it's spelt C-note, C-E-note. They have these C-notes, and what they are, they're a unique geological formation of giant sinkholes that are filled with, uh, or were filled with fresh water for millions of years ago. And there's, some of these are just near the former Mayan, uh, Mayan city of Chichen Itza, and it's called the Ikkeel C-note, or also known as the Sacred Blue. And apparently it's in, extremely impressive, 40 metres deep, and it's just this beautiful blue and with huge vines swaying below the water. Mm. So quite, quite unique. Uh, the other one is in Italy, in southern Italy, in the Puglia region. And it's got preserved hidden chambers in caves in a place called Rocca Vecchia next to the Adriatic Sea. And this is called the Grotta della Poesia, or the Cave of Poetry. And it hides one of the most beautiful natural swimming pools in the world. It says that a princess regularly visited there and came to swim to inspire artists and poets from all walks of life. And if you dive into this uh, nearly 30-metre chamber, you're having a, bound to find a turquoise water worthy of a tropical beach, and they say that's no legend. <laughs> uh, true, true. The whole truth. <laughs> yeah, this one is the Blue Lagoon at Grindavik in Iceland. And um, so there again, of course, you've got a country that has glaciers, volcanoes, black sand beaches, and of course the famous Blue Lagoon. Um, it's an open air spa, they call it, which offers temperatures of 39 degrees centigrade all year round. But it is rather from man made rather than natural origins oh. because it's the result of excess hot water coming from a neighbouring power station. Oh, so there you go. So it's surrounded by black lava rock formations, and they say though it's still very magical. And um, it's it, given its popularity, apparently you have to pay to enter that one, and you must book your ticket even up to a few weeks in advance. So oh. there you go. The other one is um, the Isle of Skye, the fairy pools. There might be a bit chilly there. I think Jane, any that time of the well year, be. would it? <laughs> I don't know whether I'd be dipping in there, but apparently it goes back to the Middle Ages as well. And each of these fairy pools is linked by a small waterfall. Um, and of course you've got to do a hike to get to it as well but that would be all very nice anyway and lastly New Caledonia that wonderful Isle of Pines area or Oro Bay as it's called you've got this gorgeous jagged rocks and crystal clear natural swimming pool which is about nearly a hectare which is an incredible place to snorkel and of course you've got wonderful multicoloured fish and corals and then the terrifying legend there is that it's associated with Oro who is a certain now I know whether I'm pronouncing this correctly Jane manganine and it's supposedly hidden somewhere within the bay. So who or what is a manganine? <laughs> a giant serpent. Huh? But apparently no one has actually ever come across him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be the first? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Got some... Uh... Some news on the Galactic. Well, I don't know whether it's news, but well, you're some advice about maybe it. is the better way of putting it. But a lot of people ask the question, and not just about the Galapagos, though, is what is the best time of year to travel? Um, and the people who are involved in the Galapagos, in the tourism part of it, do, do say it's a year-round destination, depending on your preferences, of course, because you will see activity from different animals and wildlife at different times of the year, depending on what your specific interest is. So they're saying if you love tropical weather, then, you know, 
know, you could go in, in January when it's going to be hot and humid, um, but then it's a great time of year for that apparently to snorkel or dive because the water's warm. So you've got that to consider. And also it's the beginning of the egg-laying season for the giant tortoises and the green sea turtles. So, And if you're a bird lover, it's a nesting time for a variety of birds, including that beautiful blue-footed booby and the white-cheeked pintail duck. <laughs> oh, they're such lovely names, aren't they? And such lovely creatures. Fantastic. So February's pretty similar to, to January, um, although the water temperature may rise a little bit more. Um, but also then you can keep an eye out for your iguanas nesting on the beaches of the island of Santa Cruz. And the tortoises and sea turtles are also still nesting. And you might even see flamingos mating. And it's also the time of year you'll see penguins migrating from Isabella and Fernandina to Bartolome. So you're seeing different things again. It's still warm and steamy in March, but it's also the wettest month. So you may not always want to go at that time of the year. Um, April is when the wet season comes to an end. And also you get clearer, calmer waters for those who like to snorkel or dive. And your air and water temperature is still hovering around the 30 degrees centigrade mark. Mm, that's like a bath. It really is, isn't it? Um, the waved albatross will have finished their migration to Espanola, so you'll have a chance to see them nesting and also the giant tortoises will have finished hatching so you can watch the babies dig their way out so that's happening then as well may some people say is the best month for weather in the galapagos it does start to cool by a few degrees but it's warm enough to keep up swimming the nights can get chilly on a boat though if you are on a boat which most people seem to do so you might want to swap the rain jacket for a warmer coat um, and so on it goes on in june gets a bit cooler etc but then wildlife for the um, people that love whales that's the month june for whale lovers you get your majestic humpbacks can be seen migrating from the south past peru and mainland Ecuador and if you travel even further north you can even encounter whale sharks so there you go so that's really interesting isn't it um, July the weather drops to the um, low mid 20s uh, the albatross chicks have hatched and they'll be in their little nurseries while the parents go out to hunt but the Galapagos sea lions are mating, so you don't get too close to them because they can be quite aggressive. Um, the Galapagos penguins are nesting then as well. Um, October, grey skies, mainly overcast, they say, which is great for photography. But, you know, again, it depends on what you're going for. Um, the boobies, that's the highlight for October because the brightness of those lovely little blue feet, you'll probably keep having lots of photos of boobies um, the weather, a few more showers in November as they, uh, they go towards the wet season again and um, they have what they call the Humboldt Current from South America runs through the islands at that time of the year which means the water can be chilly but apparently it also brings a lot of nutrients with it so you get a lot of happy birds and fish that will all be on show looking for those wonderful nutrients. And December, of course, it's turning point from the dry to the wet again. So you'd find a, a mixed bag of weather at that time of the year as well. But yeah, so there you go. The year in the Galapagos, that sounds lovely. Now we're going to head to another place that's accessible by water. I know we're getting a bit watery today, aren't oh, we, Jane? Uh, now this is this new vessel, and it's a purpose-built new vessel, and it's been named the Greg Mortimer, and I think that's very, very opt apt rather to be named after him seeing he's such a wonderful explorer climber and of course he was the original owner of Aurora Expeditions of course he's retired now but he's still you know very involved in all those sort of things and he still does a lot of stuff helping the Australian Himalayan Foundation you know he's very involved in lots of charities and so I think it's lovely to have this vessel named after him and it's been a, a modern purpose designed ship and it's at the cutting edge they say of nautical technology um, so it's a significant 
significant investment for them in, in you know, having a vessel like this. So they do the Arctic, of course, as well, and the Antarctic. And um, you've still got the original old one, which is the, the Polar Pioneer, which I went on and you went on that one too, didn't mm. you, Jane? Yes. Yeah, I still thought she was beautiful, little old thing, a, a Russian icebreaker. And it was refurbished in 2000, back in 2000 and converted into a passenger ship. But obviously you've got lots of highlights in Antarctica, as we all know. I mean, it's you've got historic sites. You've got penguin highways. And they are just like highways, aren't they? You, I don't think I've ever seen so many penguins in my life. But it's just wonderful. And the options you can do, of course, as per usual, is if you want to do the Zodiac, where the, uh, you do the Zodiacs automatically, should I say, if you want to do the kayaks is what I was meaning to say, and then different particular voyages have like photography, the diving, the climbing, um, all sorts. You can camp out. So it's it's offering all those exactly the same as before, but of course in this beautiful new state-of-the-art vessel that's been purpose-built to cut through ice and it's got all the modern facilities on board. So looking forward to that. And they've got departures, I think, starting up later this year. So keep that in mind if you're wanting to go on the Greg Mortimer. Sally Lucas, before we get on to our hot deals at the moment, um, well, let's look at the winner of our competition, the draw um, for return transfers from Newcastle with Newcastle connections to Sydney Airport and overnight accommodation at the Mantra Hotel at the airport, thanks to Newcastle Connections. And who is the winner for The lucky May? winner, drumroll, drumroll, for May is Alan White. I hope you're listening of New Lambton Heights. Congratulations, Alan. And someone from 2NUR FM will be in touch with you next week regarding your prize. Well done, Alan. I hope you can make the best use of that very soon. Absolutely. What about hot deals? Now, what about Sarah? hot deals? Mana Island in Fiji, which is a lovely resort um, with stunning beaches. You've got 40 nearby dive sites. They've got six restaurants, even got a kids club, spa, etc. As of the 8th of July, they're becoming an all-inclusive resort of all meals, a bit like the old club meds, you know, that you, which I think are great. Good for families. You're not dipping your hand in the pocket for something all the time. So Breakfast, lunch and dinner will be included in their rates. And so they've decided to go full board because it's been something that's been applauded actually by both clients and travel agents. And, and people do like to know their upfront costs. So I think that's fantastic. And they've also got some great deals out in the marketplace at the moment with up to 20% off and a $200 resort credit. But hurry up, it ends 30 June. Mm. So that is a good deal. And we were talking about the um, wonderful Greg Mortimer. So there is um, 11, 12-day Spirit of Antarctica cruises operating out of Ushuaia. 30th of October is the maiden voyage, then 9 November and 19 November. Prices on that start. Now, these, these are US dollars. They do do them in US for Antarctica. It's just under $10,000 per person, twin share in a stateroom with private bathroom. But as I say, you're getting one-night pre-voyage hotel accommodation in this as well. Fully serviced accommodation, you know, lovely staterooms, your daily shore excursions, guided walks, Zodiac cruises, uh, experienced team of destination specialists, activity leaders, all your lecture programs on board, all your meals, including house wines, beers, soft drinks, all included now. Um, so you're not having any extras again there. Pre-dinner drinks, including canopies and bar snacks, a complimentary three-in-one polar jacket, etc., etc. It's even got a fitness centre on board, as well as always a medical team and a personalised photo book as well for you to take home and also everything's included so that's fantastic that's the Greg Mortimer 
Now, Wendy Wu Tours has got a range of tours to Japan with some great discounts on, a, on about four different itineraries on a few departures. So their savings of $1,100 on a range of their programs. On a nine-day week in Japan, they've got $1,100 off. The Jewels of Japan, which is quite a beautiful 12-day program, including internal flights that take you down to Hiroshima and you go to Kyoto, uh, Fuji Five Lakes, Tokyo, of course. Um, then they've also got one, sorry, to... Um, Another one that is a 13, 14-day itinerary, Discover Japan. Again, another lovely in-depth. It's also got $1,100 off as a range of departures. These are all during the autumn time, which will be lovely. So it's around that October, November time when you're going to see the gorgeous autumn colours. And then there's another 14-day called the Trails of Japan. They're all slightly different itineraries, but all with $1,100 off. And they're great savings. So you just need to get in first in, best dressed to take advantage of those special offers with Wendy Wu. And if you're still thinking of getting away from the winter here there's a last minute sale to travel in this month in July or August which is considered the best weather time of course to get to those wonderful areas up north so the GAN to Darwin has got a lot of packages available with great savings for last minute savings during those three months on selected dates and this is a fantastic itinerary, Jane. I saw this the other day. It's a 10-day itinerary of Sri Lanka. Uh, get my words out. A classic Sri Lanka special. Um, and you're doing everything from the ancient temples in the Dambulla Caves to luxury beach stays. Beautiful to the Yala National Park where you get close up with wildlife, uh, local delicacy, market excursions, ancient rituals, the Candian fire dance. They've reduced the price on this. It used to be just under 3000 to under $1,400. Mm. And that's, uh, that is just fantastic. So you've got a book by 30 June and there's a departure um, on the 1st of September. So it's just a, a one-off that they've reduced that. Obviously, they've just got vacancies on that particular one. So, But if you were thinking of doing Sri Lanka, that is a fantastic saving, of course. Um, the other one, if you're interested, is a 14-night one on sale till 21 June. It's the Ovation of the Seas. Um, so that's doing a cruise from Beijing to Singapore, including uh, Hong Kong, Okinawa, Taiwan in Taipei, in Vietnam you're going to Wei, Nha Trang, Ho Chi Minh City and of course you're finishing in Singapore flights with Singapore Airlines, two nights also in Beijing prior to the cruise including a one day Great Wall and Ming uh, Tombs day tour and ex-Sydney that starts from under $4,000 and that, when you're thinking you're getting all your meals and that for your 12 nights on your cruise plus your couple of nights in Beijing and your airfares into Beijing and home from Singapore and that is, as I said, on sale till 21 June and it sails or departs fly sorry on the 7th of October mm, amazing what a good range again. so yes lots lots happening as usual Jane thank you Sally Lucas thanks Jane and we'll talk travel again next Friday to a new RFM